all, this is Kayla got the phone on one. It is a new year. We're back for What's Good segment. Now we are here with Thug Life. And Thug Life is a segment called What's Good. So I gotta ask, what's good? What you how you feeling? I'm feeling good and I always start asking artists like, you know, what's good with you? How's your mental health? You know, we got major 88 keys here and we entering the year with a new positive start. So how are you feeling like mentally? Are you in a good space? Mentally, I'm just ready to work. Yeah. I don't pay attention to it as much as I used to, yeah. but mentally, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, ready. I'm just ready to I'm focused right now, so. Now, 2020, you was putting out a lot of projects. Like, you was working from the top of the year all the way you just put out the project, a Little Trouble, and the intro song called Depression, okay? Now, you was really, really vulnerable on that song. Now, I listen to all your projects. Now, I'm very big on intro songs, all right? Major A.D. Keys, a producer, so I'm pretty sure he can agree. The intro song is the most important. Definitely song of a project. It can make people be like, okay, I'm going to turn this show. But that song, it really opened the door to the project. I think that was a great song for that project, opening up with depression. So tell me about the project that you just put out and like chose depression as an intro song. Little Trouble is <clears throat> really more shining light on my big brother who, who I just lost. So I've been wanting to drop it, but right, right then was a great time. But depression is like, man, I want to open this tape up. And when I open it up, I don't want it to be uh just I don't want it to be just too down. I want to get right. some yeah, I want to sh I want to reach people. So it's like with depression, I had to try to go somewhat everybody was feeling because mm -hmm. everybody don't know my brother who I love. Right. So with the first song, I want to snatch everybody in a certain type of way. So that's why depression is like, man, everybody suffering from. Everybody. Yeah. Even yeah. if they look like they not, you know. Yeah, it, it, you know. It, yeah, I think I, I think I about that before um, about just artists in the music industry, like with mental health and like even I experienced uh, depression before. So like, tell people like, how long was that though? Because everybody got they and I and and did you even notice that you was depressed like when it happened? You know that, or was it just like? Because you know how black folks is in the community. We don't talk about mental health depression. We're like, uh, uh, you good? Go to church. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna talk about it though. See. My depression came from, I've been depressed for 24 years. And I'm going to say that's how old I am, but that's as far back I remember because that's just my life, you feel me? So when the point where I found out why I was depressed, what emotion was just overflowing to where I was just wearing them on my sleeve and I really couldn't hide it no more. So it, it just like a dark cloud was always over me. So I noticed me being depressed around like, I say like 18, like I just knew like, man, I ain't feeling right. I ain't, I, I'm, I'm alive, but I ain't living like right. Like you feel sick, but you ain't sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll experience that. And how does that help you with making music? That's, that, that makes the music for me, because mm -hmm. all I talk about in my life, so with helping me with making music, I only rap out my feeling and what I'm feeling. If I ain't like, if, if I ain't, Feeling nothing at this point, I ain't even gonna rap. So every time I get that feeling, that's the first thought. But I go cope. And that's how I cope with it, with it, with, with the music. I go talk through the microphone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that as well, because a lot of rappers these days, no shade to nobody. You know, they don't like to be vulnerable in their music, you know? And a lot of the fans, they want to find somebody that they can relate to. So when I heard your project, you know, it, it shocked me a little bit, because you never know what you're going to get when you listen to an artist's first project. I was like, dog, he's really, really dope. He's not like typical artists from Atlanta. I think we've had enough turn-up music. You know, we got enough turn-up music for 
But artists really want to know, like, dog, when this guy, he's feeling what I'm feeling. And that's what keeps longevity when it comes to artists. Now, I did mention 2022, you did put out a lot of good music. It was a good year for you with Buzz, but also you had some challenges as well. You ended up losing your brother Trouble. You all know Trouble. Um, how was it, you know, getting through that as well? And how did you even get the name Little Trouble? Because I thought that was dope. See, uh, well, I'm going to tell you about Little Trouble. But yeah, so the name Lil Trouble, it came from um me being just like him. Like so we we had so many similar ways and we were so like it just everything I was him times ten. He used to always tell me that he like, bro, you you are me times ten. He like, I'm big trouble now. Like I'm 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 big trouble. He like you little trouble. You are who I was back then and you with even with you just on with the music. So even with like even with like going through the motion of losing him like he, i ain't got through it i ain't even start right. to go through it i just run to the music like mm -hmm. right now i only deal with it. i just run i just put it in the music because i ain't mentally strong enough right now to right. just be you know since still and that's real shit um, sometimes through social media everybody paint this picture like you know i'm all right but sometimes it's okay to say you know what i'm not okay i'm still getting through it and that's what a lot of people a lot of people lost a lot of people last year 2021 2020 the COVID and things like that. So it's relatable for everybody. Now, I don't want to dwell on the sadness, but tell me one positive thing about Trouble that nobody knew, right? But every time you think about this one thing about him, it makes you smile. Like a memory, like. How soft he was. But you what? would never. What'd you eat? Okay, don't forget you. When he love you, it's different. When he can't hurt you. I can feel that. When he hurt you, he hate it. You'll see him shit until, like. Like, yeah, like, 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 dang, like, man, like, it, I ain't, I ain't got, he feel bad that he hurt you type. Man, what, like, he will really sit down with his, like, man, we done been through shit to what right. a point where some shit he done said done hurt me, and he'll be sitting, like, I ain't never, he, he, he not, he confident, so he always sitting, like, you look at him, like, he, right. he cocky, but he, 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 he saw him. So, right. to, to like it, it takes so, right, right like, to a certain degree of like that's a lot that's a that's something a lot of people would not even believe. That's good to know. He has a heart. He can, yeah, I was just gonna know, say that. They're not judging him based off his name. Trouble. Like he got a heart. He care about his friends, his family. That's a dope memory. You have a fun that I actually seen something where you talked about um how you all was in the car together and you all was listening to a particular song. Like y'all had a lot of those moments where you can go to him with music and stuff like that. So, did you ever have a time where you went to him about particular songs where he would critique or something? Like, you know, I ain't really feeling that, bro. Like, you gotta go back in and do better than that. Was he one of those? Yeah, he. I be in the studio and he pull up. Like, I be in a rap and he'll he'll listen for a minute. He'll come in the studio. Hold on, let me show you something right quick. I got songs where you can actually hear him. Yeah. Hold on, thug, come in, just like that, right yeah. there, just like that. I got songs where you can actually hear that. He yeah. he liked that with me. If he don't, if it ain't, I ain't never had a song he didn't like. But I didn't have songs where I was just beginning and why I said too much and he didn't like where I was going with him. So he always, yeah, he jumping in. He going, he jumping in every time. That's that respect thing that you even listen, that he even listen to the criticism. Cause I'm pretty sure you're a yeah. producer. I'm pretty sure you done seen all types of things in the studio where people are like, uh-uh, it's good, but really it ain't good. And I, and that's that's a good thing. And then also, when, cause when people care, they, they gonna give you, 
constructive criticism or like you said, you know, hop in there and like, hold on, man, just do it like this. And then when you go in there and do it, he be like, yeah. yeah but you got to be able to receive it too. Mm-hmm. Constructive criticism, you got to be able to receive it so people are actually. And people got to give it properly too. It's two sides to the coin. People got to definitely give the constructive criticism. But like you said, being receptive to it though is key. For sure. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, man. Now your stage name, Thug, like, you know, you're from the city of Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. I'm from Augusta. We, we got accents, people, you know. So you are from Atlanta and your name is Thug Life, but you've been very vocal about, you know, coming from the streets and stuff like that. What's one thing about yourself that you will never, ever, ever change about yourself? No matter how far you go in the industry, you're going to stay the same. Yeah, it is. You got some ways of trying to change, yeah. man. <laughs> the protection of the way I am, my protection way, protection of my brand, my people, my name. Oh, my gosh, yes. I'm very overly protected. Protect the brand. Okay. Exactly. So that's something that I don't think I ever change about me. How you do that? Like, cause I'm learning that myself. You know, I'm a female by myself, and people be trying to play with me. <laughs> and I told myself this year I ain't gonna snap on nobody. But how do you protect your brand when you still demand respect, but let people know? Okay, I take this shit serious. This is how I eat. Well, first of all, you get a respect first, mm-hmm. and. The first time you don't receive it back, that's when you stamp that right there. Right. So that's already sent a tone and not not to be played with. Mm-hmm. And you ain't gotta you ain't even gotta all the time just go crash out on nobody for no respect. Right. You can sometimes just let a no person know I respect the truth first and it, it ain't never been a gray over with my respect. So mm-hmm. what's the problem with mine? Exactly. Sometimes it just takes better communication too. Okay, that's that's very nice. You know, how old are you? Because you're a very wise guy. I just turned twenty four in September. Wow, you're a very wise guy. I take it based off your experience. Sometimes your experience that you go through in life, they kind of make you grow up um, a little quick. I think we talked about that, Ranger. We talked about your son, a certain situation make you, you know, grow up quicker than you have to. Is that the case for you? Yeah, that's the case. That's mm-hmm. definitely the case. And then a lot, like a lot of listening. I like, I was quiet for a long time, so I, I heard a lot. Are you an introvert? Not really. Yeah, I don't get that from you. Yeah. I want to say. It depends on the vibe and sometimes when you in particular say, what? Now your manager drove now. He's sitting there looking at us like, what? Because he know my communication skill is really terrible. I just don't like, I don't like wasteful talking. Yeah, I don't like explaining myself multiple times. Yeah, definitely. I think we all probably relate to that situation. (laughs) Now we're going to go back into the project, um, Little Trouble. So what was the whole process like? Because you put out a good amount of songs for 2022, but with the passing of Trouble, did you feel like you had to go back in the studio and just revamp some things, or did you just have songs in the vault? I I, I went in the studio, spoke on, I had things, I had stuff already in the vault. Like I already had, I'm always have some in the vault. I got I, I got stuff in the vault. So, but I still gave them the new me too, though. Yeah. I still gave them the new me. I gave them the fresh feelings. Mm-hmm. So this, this, I mixed it up. I was telling your manager Drew, um earlier that I listened to the first project you put out in the top of 2022, and then the last project, Little Trouble. Now I saw a difference in it. Now I definitely see your growth as well. Now the top of the year, that project had a lot of energy, but Little Trouble, you was really getting more into your feelings and your vulnerability. Now, do you do you agree with me on that? You feel like you was in a different headspace where both of those projects is still you. But you grow more as an artist when it came to Little Trouble. Because mm-hmm. I noticed your growth a lot. Yeah, cause it was, it was, see, the first take, that was just, all right, let me, let me come out right. crazy and show these folk, like, for whoever listening, right. let them know I ain't, ain't no waste, no waste of time. So, right. but Little Trouble, that just, 
that's the that's the beginning of the year and the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I dropped that attitude adjust that the January first, yeah. and I dropped Little Trouble November on fourth. Mm-hmm. So they just to show you how much I grew in that not even a whole year. Is that so? I it, yeah, I say Little Trouble showing like man, we see what you doing. Right. So what's that? What's that studio process like? I just get up and go. <laughs> producer be like, man, Thug, can you please just give me a day notice? I'm like, I don't know if I'm going on a route tomorrow. I don't, I don't know. I just get up and go. And but when I do go, I don't waste no time. I sit in there eight hours and stand in front of that mic microphone for eight hours, fourteen hours, sixteen hours. Leave the studio because they finna close, book another, and go back and stand some more. So, so with that, so with that type of work ethnic, how's dating then? In this in this thing, cause you got <laughs> dealing with all of you got the music, you got the you know what I'm saying, the the long hours, you got the you know what I mean, shows. You seem like you be on the go, like you just you know. I was telling the manager like some of y'all guys, y'all just be on the go. Like if he get a call about going to the studio, he gonna drop everything, he gonna go. Are you like that? I'm going. Right. I'm going. I'm not gonna answer my phone unless you're supposed to be pulling up. I'm right. gonna tell. Hey, I'm gonna hit drove. Quay, anybody, any one of my brother, hey, so they such and such, right. you know, you know, I ain't answering that phone. But dating hard, because it's like, I'm an up-and-coming artist, I'm an underdog, so it's like, I'm, I, it's a lot of places I got to be all the time, yeah. and then when you up-and-coming and you getting attention, it's hard, they right. hard. So, so, so speak on that too, because a lot of up-and-coming artists, you know what I'm saying, it's like it's 2023, so a lot of people getting ready to drop new music, or want to you know, display new new music or whatever artistry. Let them. What what kind of things is is going into that process of being an up and coming artist? You know what I'm saying? Being like you just said, being out, having to be at certain mm-hmm. places. Like you know, beyond just the internet. You know what I mean? Like we all for the internet and social media, but right. speak on how you gotta still move around. Going to especially like either you gonna do it or you ain't. You what type of things you've been doing? Let, let, let people know what type of things you've been doing. My attention with my music, see, my music is straight my life. So it's like I don't go to parties. I don't go to I don't go to where these big names be at. You yeah. feel me? If I'm not invited, I do me. <laughs> right. You feel me? I do me. I don't show up nowhere. I don't want to go nowhere. But yeah. I can't sit here and tell no other artists to sit there and be like me because my attention came from me being me. Because that's all I talk about is me and my life. Right. So. I'm still, I talk about being stiff in my music. So I ain't really like, for me, it's gonna be different. If you're doing it like me, you're gonna have to just do you. Right. You're gonna have to just do you. 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 A lot of people, they can't just do that. You're gonna have to go network. You know what? I, I feel you, because you sound like the, the male version of me. I tell people I don't wanna hang, you know, I don't wanna be in spots where I'm not invited to or being checked. You know, and I'm learning as well that you gotta network, but it's okay to network and get the fuck home. Like, Get home. Do what you gotta do. Shake hands, make sure people see you, and then get home. That's what I've learned as well. People don't even know I'm out the door. I had that happen to me last night. Did what I supposed to do, and then left. And I think that's how you stay sane, especially being in the city of Atlanta. And um, you know, um, like you said, you're up and coming artist. You got buzz, so people want to be around the guy that they see coming up. Sometimes people can see something in you that you don't see in yourself. And you got a lot of buzz. You get interviews. People gonna want to try to surround themselves with you as well, but you already you wise, you already on the good track. You ain't even gotta worry about all that type of stuff. Now you know, I I love asking you artists about current events. You know, it's a lot going on when it comes to artists' lyrics and 
how you know it can be used in court in situations like that. How do you feel about artists, especially rappers, music being used in court? I think that's the dumbest shit ever. See, with me here, a lot of artists ain't even smart enough to even go be talking about this stuff in no song. You mm -hmm. did? So if you ain't even smart enough to go talk about what you did and be able to fight that shit in court, be like, shit, hey, why you don't go speak in third person? Exactly. Oh, I want to know them. I want, well, you don't have to. It, it ain't supposed for, for everybody to get it. Some shit supposed to go with some people here, but a lot right. of these artists, they want the direct. Effect, you feel me? Right. I want these folk to know I did this. Like, right oh, you was the one moving the bridge. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he, like, to you the point the that you was the location to the murder. Right, yeah. Like, exactly. Just to let you know they did. See, a lot of these rappers, they ain't did enough. So, with me and my music, like, I don't gotta, like, you'll hear me say a lot of stuff, but everything I did I already known in the streets. A lot of stuff they did is not known in the streets. A lot exactly. of this shit is. Make believe too. Just make believe, you know. People on social media they idolize. Um, how can I say this? You know? <laughs> they, they idolize. You know. Um, you see situations where, like, you know, people don't want nobody to do anything to them, but when it comes to online, they favorite rapper talking about it. They love that shit. They they just uh, admire it they, until it comes to they don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like social media, especially with me being on social media. I, I get it. People have an illusion. Everything is entertainment until shit get real. You get what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. yes. And we're going to take a little moment and we're going to get to know you. This is a segment where we know. Just be cool. I'm going to ask you a few questions, different scenarios you pick either or. Now, maybe you're going to help me double back. I'm going to do one and you do one, okay? I'm going to start it off. Now, the first time, FaceTime or text? FaceTime. FaceTime. Really? You like people just randomly FaceTime you? You by the way, I'm not going to send no tips. Oh. <laughs> That's the best way to get you. I got nothing. Go I call it. Nope. My brother. Is that the one right now? 
Nah, that's my other brother. Phew, I got a lot of them. <laughs> but I got uh, five real brothers, but I got my other brother. You're going to hear me say brother a lot because I don't really have no friends. All these my brothers I grew with from right. the ground. They family now. Yeah, real family. So you're going to hear me say brother. Okay. And then maybe you got one more last one before we move on to the next question. Loyalty or love? Loyalty. Loyalty. Yeah. Love get your kids. Loyalty because love, like, man, I didn't seen like somebody be loyal to me and and won't do shit because it it'll, it'll hurt me. But I didn't see somebody love me and just be wild and don't really love me. But I ain't really loyal to me, so right. I say loyal. Man, you are an up and coming artist now. I'm really big on manifestation. I mean, I've asked artists for all types of things and things have happened to them. I had one girl say she wanted to do her own tour. Well, you know, I look up, she's actually doing a particular tour. So, what do you have for yourself? We're going to manifest it now. What do you want for yourself to happen in 2023? We're going to put it out there so it can I want the world to hear me. Right. I want them to feel me. I want the world. I want I want, I want. everybody to hear me. I want I want to talk to people. Right. I want these folks to really, like, 